Talk Radio. Joel Pollack of Breitbart News confronted Joe Biden at the Iowa State Fair on the lie the Democrat Party won't let die. Mr. Vice President, are you aware that you're misquoting Donald Trump in Charlottesville? He never called neo-Nazis very fine people. No, he called all those folks who walked out of that. They were neo-Nazis shouting hate. Their veins But bulging. he said specifically yeah, that specifically. he was condemning them. He no, said, he did he said, not. He said, said he walked out and he said, let's get this straight. He said there were very fine people in both groups. They're chanting anti-Semitic slogans, carrying flags. Pollock was referencing this claim Biden made yet again in a recent speech. When he said after Charlottesville, there were, and I quote, very fine people on both sides. I said then it gave license and safe harbor to white supremacists and neo-Nazis and to the Ku Klux Klan. These words not only stunned America, but they stunned the world. And in doing so, he assigned a moral equivalence, a moral equivalence between those spewing hate and those of the courage to stand against it. The nefarious go-to slanderous claim of fine people on both sides is a democratic hoax. It's simply not true. Here again, for all to see, is what President Trump said regarding the protesting citizens in Charlottesville, Virginia, who he had actually been referring to, and the white nationalists who he condemned totally on that August 15th, 2017 day at Trump Towers while dealing with a rabid, propagandized media swarm just three days after the incident at the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia. And you had some very bad people in that group. But you also had people that were very fine people on both sides. You had people in that group. Excuse me. Excuse me. I saw the same pictures as you did. You had people in that group that were there to protest the taking down of, to them, a very, very important statue and the renaming of a park from Robert E. Lee to another name. You're changing history, you're changing culture, and you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? And the press has treated them absolutely unfairly. Now, in the other group also, you had some fine people, but you also had troublemakers, and you see them come with the, with the black outfits and with the helmets and with the baseball bats. You, got a, you, had a lot of bad, you had a lot of bad people in the other group, too. Meanwhile, Democratic frontrunner Joe Biden is the one actually dangerously spreading hate-filled false vitriol. When Trump announced he was running for president, he called Mexicans rapists. Days before the midterm, he fomented fears of a caravan heading to the United States, creating hysteria, hysteria when he said, look, look what's marching up. This is an invasion, an invasion. He asserted that immigrants would, quote, carve you up with a knife. More recently, he called American, a major American center, city, a disgusting rat-infected rodent mess. No human being, he said, would choose to live as though the vibrant, diverse community around Baltimore somehow was less than human. At a rally in Florida, when he asked the crowd, how do we stop these people, meaning immigrants, someone yelled back, shoot them. 
and he smiled. But lately, creepy Joe Biden has devolved into a gaffe machine. We choose unity over division. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. Your favorite historical figure and uh, who's not a president and why? And I'd have to start off, and you said not a president, I have to start off with Jefferson, even though he didn't live up to it. He's the guy that wrote that incredible document. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. There is a huge difference between calling things out for what they are, as Donald Trump has done to the Washington, D.C. establishment's ire, and blatantly attempting to pull the wool over the voters' eyes, as D.C. insider lackey Joe Biden has done. John Bound reporting. We've got it. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Your host, Owen Troyer. It is Monday, August 12th, 2019. And yes, the Alex Jones Show is still on air. Despite all the attempts to murder it in jail like they did to Jeffrey Epstein, here we are, all of us together. And on this extremely important Alex Jones show today, what an honor it is to be filling in for Alex. He'll be joining us shortly. We're also going to be joined by Robert Barnes, Patrick Howley, and Paul Joseph Watson before Gerald Salenti takes over the fourth hour. And actually, I'm going to talk to Gerald when he takes over, too. i got a couple questions for him. But my stacks of news include some international news. I have a whole stack of Epstein news that's just going to blow your mind. And then I've got some domestic American news uh, that's just kind of out there, some frills on the whole surface, but important nonetheless. But I'm sitting thinking to myself, how do you begin today's Alex Jones show with this Epstein murder hanging over our heads? Because, I mean, you want to talk about the biggest cover-ups of all time, the JFK assassination, September 11, 2001. I mean, those are probably at the top of my list, but the Epstein murder might be the biggest one ever. Not because of its importance as far as Epstein as an individual is concerned and how that influences or impacts the average American's life as September 11th would have, or the JFK assassination even, but because... I always have the word they. Who is They? Well, they got away with murdering Jeffrey Epstein. And they did it right in front of all of our faces. And so I'm sitting here today thinking, what do you do? How do you cover the biggest cover-up of all time? And in the past, InfoWars' role is to defy the mainstream narrative, push the boundaries... Say what people are thinking because no one else will do it. But now, any logical person realizes that Jeffrey Epstein was off in prison and that it's being covered up. It's really not that hard. It's basic math. If one plus one equals three, hmm, even the kindergartner 
says, no, it doesn't. It equals two. Oh, okay, then. So they're saying Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide in jail. One plus one equals three. So I just want to say this before I get into all the headlines. I thought to myself, you know, if I was in a time capsule, which are always in time capsules of life, every experience, every thing that you've done is a capsule of your larger life. So what if I was just in a capsule for five years and I came up to the surface today? What would I think? What would I be feeling? What would I think of the world? How has it changed? And there is one thing that you cannot deny. The world has changed significantly. And I think the response to the Jeffrey Epstein murder encapsulates that change. So I had the crew go back and just print five years ago's headlines on Drudge Report. And it's got some normal stuff, nothing too big. Uh, but you had Obama releasing illegal, uh, criminal illegal, Im- illegal immigrants into the population. That's still going on. And you had the Mike Brown protest going on, where, ironically enough, the same guy that did the autopsy on Mike Brown is going to be doing another autopsy on Jeffrey Epstein. Now, we'll get into that and some conspiracy theories around that, too. But just think about it. Think about all the false narratives the media has been able to get away with. Think about all the lies and all the cover-ups that they've been involved in. And now here we are today. And isn't it perfect? It's almost the Trump test 2.0. See, the Trump test began in about 2015. And I'm not sure when you want to say it ended because a lot of people got off the Trump train because he's not a purist and some other reasons. But let's just say the Trump test started in 2015 and ended at on election night. The Trump test was basically, look, you've got two options. Hillary Clinton, a known criminal, laughs about starting wars, laughs about killing sovereign leaders, is involved in so much crime, her husband the same deal, running off on pedophile island. Everybody knows about the Clinton, knows about the Clinton body count. So, so, a total rat-infested, covered in, in, in feces rodent, vermin, Hillary Clinton, versus Donald Trump, who's kind of an unknown, kind of walks into it like a lion. He's got some blood on him. You're not sure if that's because he was savaging someone or if he was just involved in protecting himself. But okay, you know, that was basically your option. A feces-covered rat, Hillary Clinton, just gnawing and heathing, or Donald Trump, a lion, coming in roaring, And you're like, okay, is this guy going to eat me or is he going to defend me? But it's an unknown. That rat's going to give you rabies and kill you. So, but that was the Trump test. Now it's the Epstein test. Now you notice America, I mean, literally thank God, thank this audience, thank a few other audiences out there and Donald Trump. We were able to pass the Trump test. And it's beyond Trump. It's just common sense. Is there enough common sense left for us to save America? Is there enough common sense left for us to actually do something right as a nation? So that was the Trump test. We passed it. Thank God. Now the Epstein test is here. And the Epstein test is next level. When you see media publications 
telling you you're a conspiracy theorist if you don't believe the official narrative that Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide, you know they are not your friend. How can any person in the media, this was, and again, this is where the Epstein test starts now. Any person in the media with any integrity, any self-respect, any conscious, any gut, any instincts, not totally sold out, is questioning the Jeffrey Epstein death. At the very least. Anybody telling you shut up, believe the mainstream narrative is probably, honestly, I, I hate to say this because I'm sure it's not true, but are they in on it? You're going to tell me, oh yeah, Jeffrey Epstein just committed suicide in jail, nothing to see here. Really? But they are. New York Times, Washington Post, it's all over TV, MSNBC over the weekend, CNN, conspiracy theories say Epstein must have been murdered. Really? Conspiracy theories. You mean the same conspiracy theories that said JFK was assassinated and there was more than one shooter? And then it came out when Donald J. Trump released the classified JFK files? You mean the conspiracy theorists that said there was something else going on with September 11th and the question still remained today? And then we launched these trillion-dollar wars in the Middle East that nobody won ever, nobody could win? So when we come back, Alex Jones is going to break it all down. But it's a new world now. It's a new world than it was five years ago. Because I don't have to come on air and tell you here, hosting the Alex Jones Show at Infowars.com slash show, that Jeffrey Epstein was murdered or that he didn't commit suicide. I don't know what happened, but he didn't commit suicide. But I don't have to be the one to tell you that today. And I don't look so crazy telling you that today. Because anybody with a brain sees that. So this is the Trump test we passed. We got Trump in. Doesn't mean he's perfect. Doesn't mean we're perfect. But we changed the world. We moved in the right direction. Now this Epstein case is the next test. And quite frankly, millions of Americans probably should have been outside that prison demanding answers. But we're all asleep. We're all on our cell phones. I think Kim Kardashian, you know, dropped a new clothing line. So, but this is the Epstein test. Now you watch. What is media going to say about this? Are they going to tell you to sit down, shut up, and close your eyes? Or are they going to say, this is a massive nuclear fire that they just tried to cover up? What the hell is going on? Alex Jones explains it on the other side. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hpextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hpextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. 
Attention GCN self-reliance listeners. If you've ever wanted an emergency solar survival backup system but were waiting for prices too crazy to pass up, this will be the most important message you'll ever hear. Bill Hyde here, and I want to tell you about a huge sale with historically low prices on our PPX microgrid system that's going to let you produce an endless supply of electricity off the grid. The clearance price is a result of the historic flooding we're having here right on the east bank of the Mississippi. Because of the flooding, we've had to move a lot of our inventory to a temporary location and rather than move it back to the warehouse, we thought we'd offer the system at a price that might seem unbelievable if you didn't know the floodwaters backstory. So here's what you should do right now. Check out the PPX microgrid system at myownpowergrid.com. That's myownpowergrid.com. Over $1,000 in great off-the-grid gear and a ton of bonuses too. And the best part, you're not going to pay $750 or $500, $300, or even $200. Go to myownpowergrid.com to learn more. That's myownpowergrid.com. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk You're Radio. listening to The Alex Jones Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Alex Jones Show. The progenitor of all the changes in the world that we have seen to get us to this point started at Infowars.com with this audience and Alex Jones. That's why we're the most censored name in news, and Alex Jones is totally banned from the Internet. Alex Jones joins us now to cover the crazy news surrounding Epstein and everything that's going on in the White House. Alex Jones, take it away. Well, that's right, uh, Owen. I did bring equipment so I could broadcast from the road because every time I try to take even a four-or-five-day vacation with my children, I'm unable to do it because giant events take place. Uh, and sure enough, this Epstein situation took place, and then the cover-ups and the changing stories and the incredible obviousness of all of this has completely blown me away. And we're going to get to all of that uh, coming up in the next segment, and the wheels coming off the Democrats as well. But the first big thing, and the reason I'm actually live with you today, because I know you guys can handle all the Epstein stuff. You've got Paul Joseph Watson coming up. You've got an amazing Breitbart uh, reporter uh, coming up, who's a real expert on all this. You've also got Robert Barnes, uh, who has been all over the, the Epstein situation, knows a lot of the inside baseball from D.C. He's going to be on, so a jam-packed show here today with Owen Troyer. But the real reason I'm on this morning, because my wife yesterday is like, okay, you went ahead and did the Sunday show. She's like, let me guess, you're going to do tomorrow's show. And I said, no. I said, I, Owen and the crew have got a big line of guests. They're going to do a great job. The listeners will understand why I'm not going to be there. But then this morning I got up and I was looking at the news and there it was, just a little footnote on Infowars.com, Chinese troops enter Hong Kong. And then I went online and saw the videos of people having their heads beat in and blood everywhere and just how huge geopolitically this is and how it signals that the world is going into a hot war, just like we saw India invade uh, the disputed region of Kashmir last week. Uh, this is all... Serious tit-for-tat stuff and shows that the whole existing world order uh, is crumbling down around itself. Uh, and so these big developments are just amazing. But because there's no urgency, this morning at 7 a.m. I'm reading that. I decided to do the show because of it. I just could not not cover that. And then I forget about it. And I'm sitting here looking at the video list that the crew sent me. I'm in San Diego visiting my wife's family with my children. And the crew sends me the clips about what's happening in, in Hong Kong. 
And it's like a punch in the stomach that I forgot that as well because it's not in the consciousness. 20 people get shot to death. It's terrible. It's horrible in El Paso. The media acts like it is the end of the world and all of us are to blame. We've got to overturn the Second Amendment. All white people are evil, even though this guy was clearly a leftist Antifa. So was the other guy in Ohio. But then when you've got the Chicoms killing 115 million of their own people, when you've got them putting millions a year in forced labor camps, killing hundreds of thousands, selling their organs, it's like, oh, big deal. That's no big deal. Or when you have hundreds of people killed very mysteriously in and around the Clintons and medical examiners like Fami Malik, famously, who was the local medical examiner in Mena, Arkansas, well, after kids got run over on the tracks and bullet wounds in their heads and after he ruled that suicide, they made him the state medical examiner, and there would be people machine-gunned off roads, their arms and legs cut off, burned inside plastic bags, and Fami Malik would rule that a suicide. Now, obviously, you can't cut your arms and legs and head off and then put yourself in a bag. Uh, Houdini, with godlike powers, couldn't do that. So this is the type of craziness. The Clinton death count is in the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. It's well over 300. There's some smaller lists that are like 100 out there. No, ladies and gentlemen, Treasury Secretary, Commerce Secretary uh, Ron Brown, uh, he famously was uh, in trouble with the Clintons, and he said, if, if I go down, the Clintons go down. Well, he was found dead with a bullet hole in his head. They even crashed the airplane he was in, but even the Air Force medical examiner uh, said, no, he was shot in the head by a 45 caliber bullet. And so that segues us into the next segment, some of what we're going to be covering, the new Epstein developments. I called Paul Watson this morning, who's on later, and I said, why do you think this is so obvious? And he said, I think it's because they want to make us totally lose confidence in the system and have a revolution. I said, well, we know they want to have a racial and cultural revolution that the left and others are funding. But I said, Paul, I don't think that's what it is. They are desperate. The deep state's not in full control anymore. They're so old, old school, their own panopticonic big tech system they built uh, is now basically exposing them and backfiring on them. And the complexity of the world has made it to where they can't kill everybody or threaten everybody or control everybody. Plus, America and the world 10, 20 years ago was asleep predominantly. And so because we were asleep predominantly, um, they thought that we were being quiet because we've been bullied. Now that the world's more awake, they're bullying more than ever, but the bullying is only accelerating uh, people becoming awake and getting really, really angry. So the big news when we come back that we're going to elaborate on is surprise, surprise. They didn't just take him off suicide watch. They didn't just put him in a jail cell alone you're not supposed to do. They don't have any video. The video camera was turned off magically. The guards were told to go home early. They were told don't even check on him every 30 minutes like you do every person's cell not every 10 minutes like you're supposed to do on Suicide Watch. And it gets worse than that. They have hired the JFK famous magic bullet doctor who in the congressional hearings found that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone and who signed off on the autopsies of JFK when JFK's brain was completely blown out. And I've had all the witnesses on the funeral home head on who was actually there when the FBI came in with the rifle with ink on it, 
and put his fingerprint on the gun in front of him. By the way, the, the day after he was on the show, they ran him off the road, and Austin tried to kill him. Side issue. Uh, but he, he's a famous, I don't even know if he's alive. He's like 90-something when he came on the show and uh, ended up having funeral homes all over Texas, becoming very rich. He only, he only had one funeral home in Dallas when that happened in 1963. But all of this is beyond Lee Harvey Oswald being shot by Jack Ruby at the Dallas police station where the cops walk him out, hold him up so he can get shot. And they have done this in front of God, in front of country, in front of the whole world. But in the backdrop, they had sold us out to the Chicoms, the Clintons had. And so now the Chicoms are cut off predominantly from the U.S. government. They're trying to run Hollywood and their stay-behind networks, the Democratic Party, Antifa, their Confucius Institutes. But more and more, they're losing ground. They're losing control. So they're beginning to panic. And now you're seeing absolute desperation. A lot of people are looking at photos of Epstein and we supposedly on the stretcher and saying, oh, that's clearly taken from another photo. It's been photoshopped. Who knows what's true? We've all been lied to so much that it's reasonable to say he's still alive in a witness protection program. It's reasonable to say he was uh, you know, murdered. Uh, very suspicious to say he was suicided because they all stood down. And every default uh, option, every standing operating procedure uh, was turned off. All these switches were turned off to let this happen. I had a gut level, Owen. I'll ask you what you think when we come back. I think that he probably is dead because dead men tell no tales. Plus, it sends a message to everybody else. Keep your mouth shut. But make no mistake, quickening is here. Things are only going to get crazy from this point on. And InfoWars was supposed to be off the air by now. Do the listeners and viewers kept us alive. You are the InfoWar. You are the resistance. And I thank you all. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm telling everyone how much healthier I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Waging war on corruption. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the Info War. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on this live Monday edition. I'm Alex Jones, here with you from San Diego, California. Owen Schroyer is in the main studios in the ATX. And, of course, again, we have Bob Barnes joining us at the start of the next hour. Then we have a amazing reporter from Breitbart who I was familiar with, but I heard him on the air yesterday on the Sunday show with Tom Pappert. And just he knows more about this stuff than I do because it's it's his beat. And so I've learned all this stuff about Epstein, but... 
that I forget about a lot of it because I'm covering everything. He mainly covers this, and you couldn't have a better guest than uh, that gentleman that's coming up. And then we're going to have Paul Joseph Watson. And I do want to open the phones up. Watson's only on for two segments at the start of the third hour. We should really just open the phones up uh, after that and then go into the second uh, part of that into the fourth hour because Watson's not hosting uh, the fourth hour today. He's doing that Wednesday. But regardless, we really do need to open the phones up and get the callers uh, take on all of this because this is something that I know no one that we're talking to and no one I even see in the media is buying this and the attorney general's not buying it. And Al Green of Texas isn't buying it. As Al Green said, he said, listen, if uh, they're in video of this, there's supposed to be video in those cells, you know there's a cover-up. Well, guess what? There's no video. And it just goes on and on and on. So this is the big awakening. There's been lots of steps on this path, but this broke the back. This just went way too far. And now, now they've gone completely insane, saying, oh, the video cameras were turned off. The jail guards were told, don't check his room every 30 minutes, even though all jail cells are checked every 30 minutes. It goes further than that. Now, the famous JFK coroner has been pulled out of mothballs that, that put out the ridiculous garbage that JFK had only been shot the number of times they said when his brain had been blown out the back of his head. And the original coroner reports and all of it said that. I've even interviewed his mortician, JFK's uh, mortician. I've even interviewed um, Lee Harvey Oswald's mortician. I mean, we've just had them all on the show. And Jim Mars, God bless his soul, who interviewed all the experts. He was the guy that kept getting me all those great guests. And now they've done something. I'd say this is Kennedy assassination cover up to the next level. I mean, this is squared. This is like a Richter scale where every point on the Richter scale is an entire power of magnitude stronger. And so a whole point on the Richter scale is 10 times that. I mean, this is just seismic, insane, crazy. Uh, what are they doing? And then it gets worse uh, after all of that. All over the world, from France to England to Germany to Israel, criminal investigations are being opened because Jeffrey Epstein was an industrial-level procured of young women for rich, powerful men. He started out doing it at a very, very young age, didn't even have the college degree, but was allowed to teach at an elite school where they were corrupting the children. And that's all come out. And then he began to procure hundreds of girls a year by the 80s, then thousands of girls a year, reportedly. And he had, again, children being smuggled in even younger than 12 or 13 by smugglers to the Caribbean island, running them up to the buildings, getting them in. And believe me, from our intel, and I talked about this 10 years ago, told you about the island when nobody else would, they weren't just having sex for them down in those tombs and down in those dungeons, let me tell you. That's just the entry level in the club is you have sex with underage people, then it's sex with children, and then it's kill them deader than a hammer. This is vampirism. And again, this is coming to you from the folks that, First broken on a big scale. I was told this by high-level retired FBI agents, by, um, what is it? What are three-star generals? Major generals? The whole point is, is that, is that I used to hear this 25 years ago 
from at conferences I would go to, and when I had these people on the air, when I'd go see somebody give a speech, and I'd then they'd call me and say, I go, let's go get dinner, and they'd tell me, well, you know, the Satanists uh, are really run the communists, and, but the public can't handle it, and they're using this to corrupt and take over. And then it's just all coming out. It's all true. Okay, so I understand why people can't believe this. I understand why people can't deal with it. I understand all of that. When I learned that PETA sacrifices dogs on the upper story of their building, I thought that the person that told me was crazy. But guess what? It wasn't crazy. It was true. Okay? And I'm not going to get into all that for personal reasons, but it's very, very personal. It's been in the news. What I told people over a decade ago has been confirmed. But I thought that, that this that this person that I knew had gone crazy. I didn't believe it until we got called by private investigators and Regnery Publishing and others, and they said, do you know who this person is in your family? And I said, no, I do not know this. And they said, well, you better ask him. And I asked, and it was, and, and it was like, yeah, and it's terrible. And that's why uh, they got out of it. But, I mean, you hear this stuff from former head FBI agent over the L.A. sector or from a three-star general, or you hear it from these people over and over again, and then you find out how close it is even to you, just some weird PETA spinoff of it, of them making all the PETA employees go out to animal shelters and get dogs and cats so they can, like, get off on injecting them and killing them and then throwing them in trash cans in mass. And again, I'm just telling you this because this is how insane these people are. Dr. Peter Singer, that's the head of PETA, the, the main advisor of it over Ingrid Newhouse or whatever her name is, he says kill babies up to age three. He wrote that 30 years ago. Now the left will, it says that to us on camera when we go to their events. Normal women in business suits and clothes walk up and go, ah, InfoWars. <laughs> We're going to kill babies up to age three. You have to understand, folks, that I understand why none of this sounds real. None of this sounds possible because I never get sick of iced tea and the enchiladas I had last night. I never get sick of, you know, my wife. I would never even want to hurt a child. I would never want to go do stuff uh, that I guess the Pope's talked about that he thinks about all the time, eating feces and things. Uh, but, but, but you have to understand, these people and the spirits that are in them want to degradate the human spirit. These people want to pull down the human spirit dimensionally so that we don't go with God. It's a ritual. And again, I go back to this allegory because it's perfect. Eddie Murphy's good film, <laughs> The Golden Child. The Satanists are in L.A. sacrificing children to torture them so that the blood is corrupt. Then they put the blood of tortured children in the oatmeal to try to get the golden child, who symbolizes humanity's ascension in a more new-agey way, it's Christ figure, because they're unable to physically kill him until they've corrupted his body. So that's what the 5G and the GMO and the vaccines and all the stuff on TV and the, you know, the cigarette additives and all the liquor and all the drugs and all the Prozac and all of it is meant to enslave us and bind us down and control us. So Jeffrey Epstein is key because he was a pimp and a procurer and a front man, a concierge. In fact, Epstein was a concierge of trauma-based mind control, of Satanism, and of corruption. And the Clintons were, 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 were Renfield managers above him. Just look at them for the royalty. 
for the most powerful families in the world who I will assure you, ladies and gentlemen, are not just having sex with underage girls. And you go to England and you find Jimmy Savelle and all the dead kids and the dungeons and all the murdered children. And they would walk in in front of certain prime ministers with little girls and put plastic on the floor. Seven-year-olds was his favorite, slit their throat. And I'm not going to even tell you what would go on from that point. But you have to understand that the angel of death, Joseph Mengele, wrote in his own diary. He was German royalty. He would just go pick out a bunch of little five-year-old kids out of a concentration camp. That was his favorite. Feed him a bunch of chocolates for whatever reason. Then drive him out in the field himself and just shoot him in the head every morning. This is a cup of coffee. She was draining their energy. These are vampires. We'll be right back. Break down how their whole house of cards can come down if you want it to. Infowars.com. Newsbooks.com. Tomorrow's news today. Owen Schroyer rides shotgun. Spread the word about the transmission. The globals hope you won't. It's not only that you have a unique voice in the public arena, in the public square. The other thing that's unique about InfoWars is, is it is the only network of this reach that is not backed by a corporate donor or a corporate sugar daddy, that's not backed by some billionaire, that's not being funded by a secret foreign government. It is completely independent of all that. It is an old school American 1776 style experiment in the expression of the freedom of press and freedom of speech that, in fact, the founders were so concerned with at the beginning of the country, they actually tried to support and subsidize organizations just like this because this was the kind of press they wanted. And then ultimately we now live in an era where they've mostly been co-opted by big corporations or billionaire sugar daddies who've been able to control and manipulate what news and views the person's allowed to have or express or hear. And the InfoWars audience has broken through that. They, uh, they are the bridge from the founding to the modern age, ultimate American democracy and freedom. And that's why there's been an unprecedented onslaught of deplatforming, defamation, lawfare, and libel targeting you. George Orwell said that in a time of universal deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And so used to, it wasn't that important to wear the American flag because we still loved our country and there wasn't a large group of people that actually hated it. But now they're trying to take it out of schools. They're taking it down off of government buildings. Weird white leftists that want a virtue signal are pulling down American flags and running up Mexican flags. This is the bizarreness and the America hating we're seeing. So now it is a revolutionary act in a time of incredible deceit and oppression and bullying to wear the American flag, particularly the Betsy Ross anti-slavery flag, and particularly when it says on the back, right there, ladies and gentlemen, America's back, Infowars.com. So whatever you do, take action today and exercise your free speech in these bullies' face all over, not just the U.S., but worldwide, because more than ever, the American flag is a symbol of freedom against globalism. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. What is Jeffrey Epstein's greatest secret? It's not just that he was an international procurer of underage girls or children so they could blackmail world leaders for a corporate worldwide government system. That's all been confirmed. No, ladies and gentlemen, it's the ultimate taboo that every civilization in its declining, waning twilight days engages in. Human sacrifice of children. No, vampires that live for thousands of years aren't real. But the spirits that 
fill these husks, these servants of evil do. They're eternal. And that's where you get the legend of the vampire. And they are kidnapping and torturing children. And some they turn into minions and servants. And that's a lot of the Renfield types that you actually see, like the Hillary's and the Bills. They themselves have been abused. And, of course, you know both of them have been abused, but they decided that they loved the dark side and drank deeply from it. So that's Jeffrey Epstein's big secret. And it could bring down the whole system. It could bring down the whole house of cards if it continues to roll up the witnesses and the individuals. And all these documents that came out last week confirmed, we have an expert on this coming up in about 40 minutes after Robert Barnes comes on. All of this confirms, ladies and gentlemen, that Bill Clinton was on the island and lied about it. And the island, again, has the underground temples, the dungeons. All of this is coming out, and Epstein is only one manager of a whole network of these facilities. That's why these are all big compounds and why on the islands uh, they have these big women's retreats and Disney cruises would stop at the island. Look that up. Can't make that up. And, and other uh, events would go on at his huge New Mexico compound that's set up like a college. Just like Penn State had this big organization run by Sandusky, and they would bring abused children who'd already been raped, some as young as seven, because if they did medical exams on them, they couldn't tell who'd raped them because they've already been raped. So they would bring rape victims to Sandusky by the hundreds a year, and then they would have high-powered donors come and mentor them and stay at good-sized mansions with the children, sometimes for weeks. And so it's just the renting out of children. But everybody in the power structure wants to social climb. So they go and have sex with the kids to be in the club. But then they get recruited to the next level. And again, it's just like Eyes Wide Shut. You get taken to it. There's a woman in the ritual. She dies. Oh, it's an overdose. You're now involved in murdering somebody. Oh, don't worry. She's just a hooker. Next, it's a 15-year-old boy. And this is the, this is the when you look in the eyes of these people, they look so psychotic, and they, and they look so evil, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, when you look in the eyes of the Democratic Party and why they look so evil and why they're so bad, because they've all taken part, at least, in the cover-up of the abuse. CNN, MSNBC, the New York Times, all of them, they are complicit in demonizing and attacking anybody that talks about it, in creating fake stories. That, that was mainstream news, diverting us off to the pizza parlor uh, in D.C., away from the spirit cooking and all the proof. And the brother uh, of uh, John Podesta, Tony Podesta, in the Washington Post in 2007, saying, I've got child porn. I've got a dungeon I watch videos in. I'll do what I want. I'm not going to even show you the photos of that. It's, it's, it's child porn they put in the Washington Post to throw it in your face to get you used to it. And you look at Tony Podesta, he looks more like a demon. He could be in a Ghostbusters movie as a goblin. It's all, because that's the spirit that's in them. When you do things like this, it turns you over to them. Images of children hanging off meat hooks in big shower dungeon areas where you hose their guts off when you're done. These are absolute savage individuals just full of pure evil. When they're on those stages with university professors, they're on those stages on CNN, and the other sickos are bowing to them, 
They are bowing to them saying, I want to be deeper in the cult. I want to come. I want to have the walnut sauce. I want to be part of it. I want to be in the pool with the kids. I want to on and on and on. When you look at any of these people, they know what they're part of. So the biggest takeaway is this media complex aren't just liars, folks. They love it. They love saying kill millions of people uh, for the new world order. They love overthrowing Libya and destabilizing all of Africa. They love destroying stable governments and bringing in evil. They are a legion of evil. Owen Troyer, I have to tell you, getting on the plane, I talked about this um, Sunday. People were all saying, hey, did you hear Epstein died? Alex is incredible. They murdered him because we just got in the news before we got on the plane. I shot a video right before we got on the plane. And Democrats were going, good, Hillary needs to be tough so that pe- people fear her. Trump doesn't have any respect. Good, I'm glad Epstein's dead. And there were Democrats, a lot of them, you know, clean cut, older, dressed nice. Uh, husbands and wives just looking at me, just nodding, going, like they were feeling powerful. <laughs> they had taken the, the devil spirit, not the Holy Spirit, but they'd taken communion, you see. And I had them out here by the pool a couple days ago. I'm swimming with my daughter. And my security guy had just walked off. I said, yeah, go tell the other security guy he can have off. I'm about to go up. And he goes, okay, you sure? He walks off. They're watching. And five yuppies, three women, two men come over while I'm in the pool in front of my daughter and say, we hope you commit suicide, kill yourself. I hope you die. Uh, you know, just just, just all this insane. And they were just going, <laughs> I mean, just, just <laughs> because I'm telling you, they've fully taken the spirit. They've converted. Anybody's got to go to a Democrat event, folks, and these people literally walk around hissing like, (laughs) they have, something's happened to them. Owen Schroyer, this is huge. What do you think's happening? Well, Alex, if you recall, before you took off or before we left here on Friday, you know, we don't have enough time. You're running around working all the time. We, We had kind of a personal conversation. I said, you know, Alex, every time you try to get away, something crazy happens. And then sure enough, right before your plane takes off, uh, Jeffrey Epstein is murdered. And then, you know, as far as Epstein is concerned, I think there's really only two logical conclusions that we can reach right now, Alex. And that was that Jeffrey Epstein was murdered, very powerful forces involved, or he's alive and he was taken out of jail and put into witness protection because of the threats against his life. I, I think that those are the only two reasonable options right now, Alex. And anybody who thinks he was, or anybody who thinks he committed suicide and believes this this narrative that they're putting out there, which I don't really see anybody except writers for the New York Times and the Washington Post, you know, or commentators at MSNBC or CNN or big globalist uh, news organizations like ABC News and Yahoo. Uh, Other than that, it seems like the average American, you know, anybody in media that has any soul left at all is saying, no, this is this is a cover up. They're lying about what happened. He definitely didn't commit suicide, but that's not going to stop the Tokyo Rose, Baghdad, Bob propaganda, Mockingbird media from continuing to tell us, oh, it's just a suicide, nothing to see here. So we'll see if there's any answers. I totally agree with you, and I'll tell you this, Owen. You know, I lean towards they really killed him because dead men tell no tales. They want to send a message. But they're so bold and crazy hiring JFK's coroner that, you know, clearly uh, put out that whole fake report, and they've turned the cameras off and told the guards to go home early that they probably did just take him out the back of the building and then Photoshop an image of him on a stretcher. I mean, they'll they'll do anything now, Owen. Why do you think they're doing that? I think it's because the wheels are coming off and they're losing control. Well, I I think the reason is they see that the public is finally, I mean, the renaissance is happening. That's really what this is about. And so 
this isn't going to work, though. Trying to tell the world that Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide, the Renaissance isn't believing it anymore. People are awake. They see that this is going on. I mean, and well, they, they don't believe to... it because they turned the cameras off because the, he was on death watch. And they took him off of it. Then they put him in a cell alone. They weren't supposed to do that. And then now they're delaying the, the coroner's report. I mean, and then it just goes on and on and on. And it's the day after these bombshell documents get exclusively at first released here at Infowars.com. In fact, let me just say that because I always forget. Folks, we want to hire more reporters. We want to expand. We're just trusting in God and trusting in you and, and moving forward with the experience expansion we're working seven days a week here but we had to end the sale yesterday because a bunch of stuff's selling out but i've been so busy with the news we haven't come up with the new sale yet this is the way you can take advantage of these sales when they get extended uh, because this sale has we have had a sell this big since christmas store-wide free shipping double patriot points 50 to 60 percent off and that's how we fund the operation. Uh, the storable foods are still 50% off. We sold out of the Alexa Pure Pro. We're about to sell out of the Alexa Pure Breeze. We're about to sell out of their pitchers, the little pitcher ones that are good as well. We're selling out of a lot of these products. We've been sold out for three months of the strongest, best krill oil we could find and the cleanest krill oil. It's finally back in. People are big fans of it. It's 50% off despite that, but I'm going to have to end that sale in probably a week or so. That's going to be one of the things we're going to extend is the krill oil, but it really is high-quality krill oil. What it does for your brain, your body's amazing. Infowarsstore.com. Try it before you go to bed at night. See what happens with your dreams. Uh, it's it's And it goes with the Ultra 12 really good. It goes with the Turbo Force. It's, it, it, it's a neutrophil. I mean, this oil is powerful. Uh, lungs and cardiovascular in your heart. It's 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 brain food. Infowarsstore.com. Infowarslife.com. Triple H Oh, and let's finish up when we come back on the other side. If you want to bet on your future, if you want to bet on Americana, if you want to bet on not being run by the Shycoms with Senate and House hearings now on how they literally fund the Democrats and MSM and CNN, the Chinese government does. It's all coming out. Democrats aren't going to stop. They're trying to cause a civil war right now. Like they're starting to get some purchase. Trying to start a fire, they got some fire going. All the physical attacks, shootings, bombings, ICE facilities getting attacked, dead people everywhere. It's on, folks. And if you think it's bad now, if they really get traction, it's going to go insane. So now more than you've ever done, for yourself, for me, for everybody. Spread the word about this broadcast on your local station, radio, TV. Tell folks about InfoWars.com forward slash show. But that said, I want to fight hard and I need you to buy the products at InfoWarsStore.com. Huge sale, the one-year anniversary banning sale, the anniversary sale, 50 or 60% off, store-wide free shipping, double Patriot points. Get all the great products you need and know you are funding not just the second American revolution, but a pro-human future against the devil-worshipping Satanist and their off-world controllers. And it's time for humanity to stand up in the info war and say, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of this, but you want to fight? You better believe you've got one! From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. Here's Al Green. He's got questions. I kind of like the fact that Al Green knows that nobody's buying the official story. And finally, even broken clocks are right twice a day. Here's the Texas congressman that wants Trump impeached saying there better be video of this. Release it. Well, guess what, Al Green? They turned the video cameras off, buddy. Welcome to the real world. To happen. Impossible. When the impossible occurs, we have to act with immediacy. We need to see the video immediately. 
And if the video doesn't show us what it should and there's some technology that failed, Mr. Cavuto, we cannot allow ourselves to believe absurdities because it will cause us to allow atrocities to be committed. Uh, we have to see what happened What are you saying? Do you think someone killed him? I don't know what happened. That's why we have to find out right away. And, and we also need to see if there's a video of those who were watching him, who are monitoring him. We need to see that video. This is not supposed to happen. We have to know immediately what occurred. All and right. I thank you for giving me that. No, and you're I'm right. it, ask is, it is very strange. It, it, it doesn't add up. But now the video cameras were turned off, Owen. Now they're hiring the JFK cover-up artist. Uh, that that did the whole fake report on the magic bullets and all that and the autopsy. I mean, this is this is getting absolutely ridiculous, uh, Owen. Well, I'm not sure how much I take into the uh, the new guy, um, the famous Dr. Michael Baden, being involved in this. He's pretty much involved with every high-profile autopsy, and there was already an autopsy done. The suspicious thing is, is why is it being held back right now? Uh, the family requested that Baden get involved, but Alex, here's here's my thing, and listening to Al Green. They've they've cooked their own goose here because they tried to turn Epstein Trump into the thing and they tried to flip the Clinton body count to the Trump body count on social media. So now all of their vitriolic foaming at the mouth Trump haters are demanding answers into Epstein's death because because they essentially think it's going to bring down Trump. So now you have clearly now Al Green is just uh, sorry to say just a low IQ congressman because he goes out and says Trump is racist and all this crap. And you're like, wow, you must be blackmailed or some agent but now he comes out this he just buys it he just genuinely buys all right let's go further let's go further you just hit something key we've been exposing epstein for 10 years and you know 20 years before that this whole globalist uh pedophile frame up blackmail network but it was democrats suppressing all of our real news about it but putting out fake stuff about trump and epstein that kept it going that then got all these lawsuits going because people wanted to defend themselves that now has brought out all the proof on the clintons and they're too stupid to ever think two or three steps ahead. And so now, just like you said, they suppress Clinton body count. So then everybody pushes Trump body count. But then all they find is the truth about uh, the Clintons. This is all completely blowing up in their face. And here's what's coming next. Because uh, I think Lisa Bloom and Gloria Allred are two. I'm not a fan of their politics, but they're pretty much, you know, they smell red meat. They smell blood in the water. So they're going to go after it for these victims. And now they're going after um, Giselle Maxwell and all signs point to she wants to cooperate before they uh, suicide her. But, Alex, I want to get your final comments on this because this is where it all goes. You basically turned into the most credible person in media overnight. You basically turned from a conspiracy theorist to a biblical prophet overnight. But this story is in the mirror. Inside Orgy Island, where aristocrat sex parties eventually ended in murder. This comes out of uh, Island by Italy. This is what is going on or was going on at Epstein Island. And if it all comes out, this is what people are going to find out, Alex. Well, I, I mean, I know they kill people on these islands. And, and, and so you're telling me it's in major news now that they're now talking about murdering people. Yeah, this came out uh, August 9th over the weekend. Zanoni, which sits off the west coast of Italy between Naples and Rome, was owned by an aristocrat and his wife. And they had all these sex orgies. And it, it documents in here how uh, many of it ended in murder. Well, yeah, and that's what I said last segment is that they're, they have these groups all over the world they're it's doing eyes this. wide shut That's- alex it's 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 uh what rosemary's baby or whatever look i've been told by a lot of high level hollywood people and i'll leave it at that as high level as you can get 
that this stuff's all real and that Eyes Wide Shut is a documentary. I basically, Cooper's daughter told me it's a documentary. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. fourth dimension it's the alex jones show owen schroyer filling in for alex jones robert barnes on the line with me we're going to get right back into some of this epstein news with bob and some of these other headlines and developments we have Uh, but first ladies and gentlemen you know we are the we are the space odyssey we are the millennium falcon and they want us shut down because we covered the Epstein stuff years ago. It's almost like so old hat to us, the Epstein stuff. It's just a review almost. But there's other stories that we cover that they don't cover anywhere else either. And that's why they want us banned. But thanks to the audience going to InfoWarsStore.com, buying the toothpaste, buying the toothbrushes, buying the shampoo, buying the body, body wash, buying the air filters and water filters and all the great supplements that are still on sale for one more day, and your thoughts and prayers, we survive and maintain in this battle. But now you see why InfoWars is the most banned news network out there, folks. And, 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 you know, here's what I here's here's the challenge. How do you get people to understand how real this all is? How do you get people to really sink their teeth and their mind and their soul and their spirit and their consciousness into this to realize how real it is? Because, you know, you have all these Christians that read the Bible and, and live good lives, but they're missing the fight. They're missing the battle. They don't even realize that. This is the fight of good and evil. This is the spiritual battle that we're in right now. And so we just come here every day, put it all on the line in this spiritual battle, and it's thanks to you going to InfoWarsStore.com, we can survive, despite all the censorship that you've seen against us. So again, one day left for the anniversary sales at InfoWarsStore.com, which include up to 60% off all of our top supplements, We've got free shipping store-wide, huge discounts on air filters and water filters, double Patriot points with every order that can be used towards future purchases, InfoWarsStore.com. And then tell your friends and family about InfoWars.com slash show so that they can watch the band broadcast and see why they really ban us. Okay, we're going to get back on with... Bob Barnes here shortly, and then Patrick Howley is going to be joining us to, again, sink our teeth into all of this Epstein news. But, you know, I've got so much to get to. Let me just do this, though. I'm going to go down this headline of Epstein, these headlines of Epstein news, and let's see if we can't read the tea leaves of what's coming next. So, Attorney General Bob Barr says he has serious questions about the Epstein death. Well, okay, serious questions, because I, 
I try to figure out, what, what does that really mean? Well, if he's got serious questions, you think he'd be asking them, but he's not. So does he really have serious questions? This is an insult to, uh, to Barnes. It's just, or excuse me, to Barr. It's just maybe he already knows what happened. Maybe he was part of it. Again, that doesn't mean bad or good. <laughs> like, Epstein might be out. Folks, they could have easily just gotten him out of jail, put him in witness protection. I mean, you see the conspiracy theories. Oh, that's not Epstein. Well, maybe it's not. I don't know. I know he didn't get suicided, or I know he didn't commit suicide, so so does Attorney General Bob Barr. He's got serious questions, he says. We'll see. Uh, they didn't check on him for hours. Apparently, they ended the suicide watch. Even the Daily Beast, and, and it's all to try to connect it to Trump, but even the Daily Beast has the biggest bombshells from the Jeffrey Epstein documents. Directed to have sex, uh, his, uh, his sex slaves with the world's most powerful men. Epstein needed three orgasms a day. Used over 100 girls and sex toys. Um, it's just, it's all in here. Uh, Swedish girl says she was held hostage at the age of 15. Yeah, and then they always try to tie it back into Trump. That, that's the whole point of the Daily Beast even doing this, is to try to t- uh, tie it back into Trump. But it's all about sex slaves uh, and what Epstein was doing on his island. The computers and hard drives were removed before the police raid. Uh, so, so, But again, they try to connect it to Trump. And so now people are saying, oh, they're actually questioning the death because they think it has something to do with Trump. Seven unanswered questions about Epstein's death that the mainstream media is not talking about from Michael Snyder. Why are the autopsy results being delayed? What will any cameras show if we'll ever see it? We won't. Why was Epstein off suicide watch? Why did guards break the rules? Why would Epstein try to kill himself? Why would Epstein tell the guards someone was trying to kill him? Yeah, folks, the defense came out. They, they said Epstein was going to die. You can go back and read the stories. They said someone was trying to kill Epstein. They all knew. How would Epstein kill himself? Mainstream media won't answer. Wealth of Jeffrey Epstein's brother, also a mystery. That story in Wall Street Journal. Uh, yeah, is it really so much of a mystery? What happens to Jeffrey Epstein's Money and homes now can feds seize everything. So uh, let's get Bob Barnes back on. So we know the names, a lot of the names, probably not all of the names. We know a lot of the circumstances. People are finally realizing that this guy was part of a huge criminal network. I guess his brother was even making money off of it. Uh, So what do you think comes next as this, in the legal terms, everything, the focus switches over to Maxwell. And I'm hearing that she's going to cooperate. And I think that's because she's afraid that she might commit suicide soon. Uh, but where do you think all of this goes next, Bob Barnes? Well, you know, Maxwell has a very unusual history. So her father was Robert Maxwell, who mysteriously died in, in, under uh, unusual circumstances himself many years ago. There was allegations of intelligence agency ties, bank fraud allegations, financial fraud allegations. Goes out onto his yacht. Everything seemed to be cool and kosher. And then they just find him dead. Uh, they claimed it was suicide by drowning, which was a very unusual way to commit suicide. So if you're her, your father died under unusual circumstances. Uh, now uh, the person you were the most connected to, Mr. Epstein, dies under unusual circumstances while in federal custody, the safest place you're supposed to be. Uh, there's rumors and talk that nobody actually knows exactly where she is right now. So the, I mean, whether she's even around, whether she's disappeared, whether she can be found. So I think that 
the uh, if Attorney General Barr is serious, and today he said he acknowledged there were serious irregularities with what took place, serious problems with what took place at NCC. He also said that all the co-conspirators should not be uh, thinking that this ends the case, that they are going to try to pursue it. I think as a practical matter, when the uh, Justice Department and the feds and the Southern District of New York chose not to raid his properties in uh, New Mexico, in the Virgin Islands, uh, in the uh, in Florida, that meant they were not going to be able to gather the kind of evidence that they should, and it provided an opportunity for other people, as InfoWars has reported, uh, there's unusual activity. Uh, at the Virgin Islands home of Jeffrey Epstein. That's unexplained activity uh, taking place there. So Yeah, they took the- down the dome. There was a bunch of construction, underground construction. It looks like even uh, they were exhuming things. And I, you know, I don't want to get too conspiratorial. Um, Bob, if you can stay another segment, uh, maybe we'll have you on with a segment with Patrick Howley. We had a bad Skype connection. We had to get reconnected. But I, I kind of want to, again, because uh, I don't... Uh, Attorney General Barr says, oh, he's got serious questions. Well... I mean, I want to get into that because he knows what's going on or he wants to. He can ask fellow patriots. My name is Todd Savage, founder of BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Like you, I was a prisoner of the alt-left sanctuary state until one day I chose to lead my family to freedom. Today, we live on a sustainable 20 acre homestead where we shoot, hunt, garden and homeschool our children without the tyranny of the nanny state looking over us. If you're ready to flee the city to the freedom of Idaho or Montana, our Black Rifle Real Estate team is here to help. Go to BlackRifleRealEstate.com. That's BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists, get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at Slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at Slingbow.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. It's Alex Jones. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. We've got Robert Barnes and we've got Patrick Howley on the air with us right now. We're discussing Jeffrey Epstein. Let me put this question out there to both of you and get both of your takes on this. Attorney General Bob Barr says he has serious questions about Epstein's death. Well, it's been, I don't know the exact hours, let's say at least 50, since Epstein's death. Any questions that Barr had, he could have already had answered by now, and he knows, or... He already knew the answers before he claimed to have the questions. Uh, Let's go first to Robert Barnes and then Patrick Halley on this. Uh, What do you take away from Attorney General Barr saying he has serious questions? So is he really insinuating that this went on right under his nose and and something happened or and he really has questions? And then did he ask them? Why hasn't he made it public? Or does he already know the answers and he's just going along for the ride? I suspect he does not know the full answers. And the reason for that is there's a range of administrative procedures and protocols involved, including the uh, the BOP corrections officers are represented by unions. 
And so you're, you're going to have a natural CYA effort taking place here. So the probabilities they're giving clear communication to him is low. They're probably saying we're investigating, we're trying to figure out. There are some things that we found that did that happened that weren't supposed to happen, but we don't know the whole story yet, and we're reviewing it. And because of the evidentiary methodologies that have to be required under the Union Contract and Internal Federal Administrative Procedures Act, that creates a situation whereby they can stall him. They can't stall him interminably. They can uh, stall him for at least several days. So I think what he's saying is he's recognizing something happened here that wasn't supposed to. And I'll give him credit. When's the last time you saw something like this happen? Uh, and immediately the Attorney General of the United States come out and say something seriously wrong here. Right. Normally and then, they, of course, the president retweets Terrence Williams' videos um, uh, talking about how it's so, uh, you know, obviously sketchy, to say the least. But I'll, I'll rephrase the question and go to Patrick Halley. I, I guess my, my point here is that there's really, to me, only three legitimate uh, possible scenarios here. One, um, they, in, in Barr being involved, snuck him out of prison so that they could put him under witness protection and he could continue to give whatever cooperation he was giving. Or two, he was killed. Someone got in and killed him. Or three, somehow he was actually snuck out of jail. Somehow they actually broke him out of jail. So the final two scenarios, Barr would obviously have questions. The first one I think he would be involved in. Patrick Halley, what do you think is going on? Well, Owen, my general belief is that Epstein is dead and they did kill him and that the Clintons were involved. Now, regardless of which scenario actually happened, the responsibility is on Attorney General Barr to keep this thing going. You can tell very easily what the play is uh, for the deep state by reading NBC News. Immediately after NBC, after um, Epstein's death, NBC News laid out the PSYOP very clearly and said there will probably not be any more criminal um, investigation stemming from this. No case against Ghislaine Maxwell. But there there will be civil suits. Now, the civil suits are being uh, managed by Lisa Bloom. Lisa Bloom, who is Gloria Allred's daughter, is actually handling the civil cases. And the reason they're allowed to sue is because Andrew Cuomo in February signed a law that uh, you know gives them an extra year in order to file this case, even though the statute of limitations ran out. So the Democrat establishment is managing this, and they want these lawsuits to happen because it gives Gloria Allred's daughter well, the opportunity. I'm to actually limit glad you went there. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I actually want to focus on this because I saw this and now I'm starting to wonder because Gloria Alred, Lisa Bloom, while they definitely smell blood in the water and they're legal sharks, maybe they actually want to bring this fish in or are they maybe not, maybe they're not being fully honest with these victims and they're trying to keep the situation under control. I mean, I don't want to think the worst of Aldrin and Bloom, but I mean, we got to look at all the angles here. Oh, of course. Look, the government has seized a tremendous amount of Jeffrey Epstein's property, including stuff that was on that island where we know there was a satanic temple and a statue of Moloch the Owl next to the satanic temple. Now, the that evidence needs to come out, and Attorney General Barr needs to bring it out. However, there are agents who are trying to suppress it. James Comey's daughter, Maureen Comey, was added by SDNY as a prosecutor on this case to try to limit the investigation so all of this Clinton stuff wouldn't come out. But I encourage you to look at the deposit, the Ghislaine Maxwell civil case um, deposition from a few years ago, which was unsealed one day before Epstein's death, in which Virginia Roberts made it very clear that there was a party on Epstein's island thrown for, for Bill Clinton after he left office. I believe that took place in 2002, and there were underage girls present. Well, and let's be clear, the whole thing with the Clinton body count is just that the Clintons have had all these people die mysteriously around them. Uh, it's well known, the crimes of Bill Clinton in Arkansas by the locals. You know, the mainstream news covers it up, but 
really there's elites all over the world that want Epstein dead. I mean, we're talking about British royalty too. So the whole Clinton connection is just, oh, the Clinton body count's already a trend, and oh, they're connected to the Clintons. But a lot of people had interest in Epstein being dead. But uh, Bob Barnes, let me ask you, what do you make of Gloria Alred and Lisa Bloom um, being in charge of these civil suits right now? Do you think they have the uh, victim's best interest in mind, or as usual, perhaps their own best interest in mind, or perhaps maybe a Democratic Party's interest in mind? Well, I think a good background on this is that the main uh, victim's lawyer that was involved in the, in the Maxwell case, that who was opposing and objecting to the intervention and the unsealing of the records from Mike Cernovich, that lawyer is David Bowie's law firm. So people can Google David Bowie's, B-O-I-E-S, and draw their own conclusions about whether Bowie's is a conflicted attorney involved in the proceedings. Because here he kept arguing, uh, his firm kept arguing in federal court that the record should remain sealed because somehow they would damage the victim. But once the records were unsealed, almost none of the records damaged the victim. Instead, the records damaged people like Al Gore, people like Senator George Mitchell, people like uh, who was the Senate Majority Leader for a long time, uh, the uh, people like uh, Prince Andrew. Well, see, that's what I'm saying here. That's why I want your legal expertise on this, because, again, I, I don't want to think the worst of these these lawyer groups. And I don't want to, you know, become some sort of snare in the victim's mentality here. But I mean. You got to wonder, I mean, Lisa Bloom, Gloria Alred, any other situation, they're on national TV doing interviews 24-7. I haven't seen them on TV once, Bob. Not only that, I think also, here's the other uh, consequence of Epstein's death. It's not clear to me how any of those suits go forward now. Because the when a person is dead, the legal system generally does not allow a suit against them to go forward because they're not in a position to defend themselves. So I guess technically they're going to be suing the estate of Jeff Epstein for a personal harm claim. And I'm just not sure how that's going to work. So I think what is happening is there has been, we call it captured counsel in the business. So it's where a lawyer's interest is really conflicted and their goal and objective. You see it often in mob cases. You see it in drug conspiracy cases where really the lawyers involved are representing the interest of someone else other than their their nominal client. And that's the concern here about David Bowie's firm is he didn't wasn't he conflicted. David Bowie's famously represented Al Gore and, and Bush v. Gore in 2000 when it came out that, in fact, his client had identified Al Gore as potentially a problematic individual connected to Epstein. Doesn't that create a conflict of interest that precludes him from being involved? And you know, it firsthand. I mean, we won't get too into details, but I mean, folks, you'll be high profile lawyers to try to get in control of a case will offer services, you know, just to control a case. I mean, we don't need to get into too much detail, but I mean, we've seen it. So again, I'm not saying that's what's happening. We just have to ask these questions. Oh, no doubt about it. There's no doubt that the David, I've dealt with, I've compared David Bowie's to Robert Mueller. He is to the deep state outside the system, inside the legal system, what Robert Mueller was inside the government. And I've dealt with him in multiple contexts and multiple cases where his fingerprints were left on the case where he conveniently provided a scapegoat for institutional interest, uh, often against the nominal interest of his client. So the the fact that it's just weird. David Bowie is not a personal injury lawyer. He's not a human trafficking lawyer. He's not a sexual harassment lawyer. How did he get control over key cases that implicated potential high profile Democrats? Do you have the idea of who David Bowie is? David Bowie's was Harvey Weinstein's lawyer for a long period of time. But David isn't Bowie's- the answer, though, to your question, isn't the answer now to file civil suits against Maxwell and go that angle? 
Uh, that I mean, actually, Infowars is going to be looking at moving to intervene in some of these cases and bringing FOIA actions so that we get independent sourced information so that they can't continue to hide and cover up this stuff. All and right, we, Bob we, Barnes, great work as always, folks. RobertBarnesLLP.com, and uh, he's just got the legal expertise and the inside knowledge. When I come back, Patrick Cowley's with us. You've been spreading the word. You've been praying. You've been supporting this transmission. You've been buying products from us. So it's the one-year anniversary. It's store-wide, ladies and gentlemen. Free shipping. It's double Patriot points on your next order. And it's 50 to 60% off. Store-wide free shipping. 50 to 60% off. Double Patriot points. And there's a bunch of other big specials on storable food. Anniversary sale at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsLife.com takes you right to the site. And you can find all the great products there and try them for yourself. And again, sign up for AutoShip and an additional 10% off it is such a revolutionary act to keep this broadcast on air it is such a revolutionary act every time you put a bumper sticker on your car or paint infowars.com on the side of your barn every time you stand up to leftist bullies every time you tell the truth every time you keep this symbol of free speech and pro-human values alive the enemy comes one step closer to their system falling we have pushed them into overreaching and showing their hand and now we've got a fighting chance if we all take action of defeating the globalist stay with us we'll be right back but please take advantage of the sale Last night, I'm on InfoWars.com, and I read, Chris Pratt criticized for t-shirt choice. It is literally the shirt that I envisioned. A Betsy Ross, but also another just classic American flag, all 50 stars, with the Gadsden snake superimposed over it. And on the back, America's back, InfoWars.com. But what's better than just an American flag? How about a don't tread on me under the flag, saying don't tread on the American flag? It's a perfect combo. So great minds think alike. I mean, whoever designed that shirt, we'd already come up with the exact same, similar design. It is the... The Don't Tread on Me American flag t-shirt inspired by the triggering of leftist of the shirt worn by Chris Pratt. But it's a, you know, battle tattered flag like the one that flew over Fort Sumner. And again, on the back, it says America's back, Infowars.com. 4,000 of these babies. And that's it. So we've got the Betsy Ross version and the American flag version at Infowarsstore.com being printed in the USA right now. Infowarsstore.com. We'll be right back. The most banned broadcast in the world. 